Welcome back, everybody, to Hip 47. I think so. 46, I think 47. I'm on the ball this time. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait. I really like the music we opened up with. Uh, turns out our guest didn't <laughs> like the music I opened up with. But if you are feeling fat, there's probably a Planet Fitness nearby. And also, apparently, uh, Walkable Cities is fatphobic. Yeah, that's the last I heard, yeah. To our, whatever day I learned. It wasn't a today I learned, because I learned that a couple days ago. But, yeah. you know, recently I learned. But Griff, this but, isn't right. in any ordinary tippy-tip. This isn't. This is another installment of our award-winning uh, series. Copping a feel. This is extra special, though. This is a co-copping a feel, because there's not one frisker here. There's two friskers. This is my guy. Right. Yeah. Mm, is there going to be any tension? Any? Do I have to break anything up? We'll find out. I have never. There's enough Columbo for everybody. There first is. First of all, there very. Because I, you know what? You know how I made you into a Kojak fan? Yes. I think you've made me into a Columbo fan. I might. I'm, I think I'm jumping on the bandwagon. You're noticing some things too. I can't yeah. wait to discuss them because you're like, yeah. is this always in Columbo? Like. <laughs> I didn't even realize there is a soft background theme going on, like constant thing going on with Columbo. Right. So it's very. Well, let's cut to the chase and introduce our guest. He unfortunately is living in that cultural hellhole we call Indiana, mm. the state you have to be on drugs. This is what Evil Knievel told me. This is what you Evil have to be was. on drugs in order to endure it. Uh, I will accept that Jonathan Taylor is a great running back, though. Okay. Football talk. Always bet okay. on Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. Fuck Larry Bird. Oh, but yeah. his heart and soul will always remain here in Michigan where real Americans are from. Yeah. Good he, people. A frequenter of the Somerset Collection. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, Mr. Matthew Sosi. How are you, Matt? The men of the hour, the men with the power, too sweet to be sour, the men's regret and the lady's pet built out of twisted steel and sex appeal. That's GGT. How you doing, guys? Woo! Well, feeling a lot better. I just got a nice chug there, and yeah. after that, we got introduced at our own podcast. I love it. I like that, too. We should actually have our guests do that for us all the time. Well, you know what? There's something very distinguishing about Matt. Yeah. I learned last week that he has listened to every single episode we've done, which is very... I don't think anybody has done that. Maybe uh, Joe Corey, but Joe Corey is an old-school fan of ours. Matt, you came to us... Because uh, your friends with uh, Taffeta used to come on our show. That's so right. You, you, yeah. came, you came to us about a couple years in, so that's pretty damn impressive that you went back... I, 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 I'm sorry for some of the episodes. But <laughs> I'm sure you they, are, but that's okay. They, we all they, have those early episodes. Yeah, they can't all be gold, you know? Yeah. No, um, no it was because, yeah, Taffy kind of turned me on to you guys. And then I think the very first one I heard was uh, uh, Enter the Ninja with everyone's favorite Italian ninja, Franco Nero. Oh, and, uh, and then I would hear your new episode and then go back and back and forth and back and forth. So, oh, for, so th does this mean for my birthday, you'll send me privately the Kinjate episode? Oh, <laughs> I don't, do we shit. still have it? Yeah, it's still on this laptop here. <laughs> okay. Just sitting there with dust there growing you go. That will be a re well, you know, your reward. We'll, we'll actually uh, for have... purposes only, not for, yeah. not for any other. Uh, we'll send it 
on a USB stick via Mattingly. Mattingly <laughs> will come knock at your door and uh, hand you the USB stick with Kinjete, the forbidden subject. In the case. In a case, yeah. It'll yeah. be glowing in gold. But no, I believe... no, you guys, you guys have just been uh, fun to listen to. I have a commute, and y'all keep me company when I have to commute to and from work. So, nice. yeah, you, you keep me humble. Well, I, I'm happy to hear that. It's uh, it doesn't keep me company when I'm driving. It doesn't. I've never heard my show. Yeah, so. you've never you've never listened to it. You're not you're not Norma Desmond in Sunset Boulevard just no. listening to your own stuff. <laughs> no, I hear it and I just go, God, why did I make that joke at that? That's time? exactly why I don't want to listen to it, Griffin. I don't want to inhibit myself. I don't want to like because there might be stuff that bothers me that the listeners like. Yeah, you know? and I don't want to just be like, like all your peach slurping. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh man. I get and so shrimp. many uh, envelopes full of whispers from ladies because of my oh, peach slurping. That's right. Are they careless? <laughs> All right. Columbo. We got to get to Columbo. Well, first we got to get to. Well, no, we're going to ask. Yes, we're, we're going to ask Matt. Matt. Yeah. Matt. Okay, we kind of, we've done, we, as, as uh, Griff alluded to, we did a Columbo episode before. So I kind of get the gist of what Columbo is about. Yeah. But I want to know, what is it about Columbo that resonates so much with you? Well, a few things. First off, I, I I remember seeing Columbo with my parents during the original run. So, um, so you know, Griff, I saw him first. Um, oh, okay, okay. No, no, that's fine. But no, it was part of the uh, NBC Tuesday Night Mystery movie. Yep. And uh, I think what intrigued me was the fact that here was a police officer who didn't use a gun or his fist. Nope. So kind of the anti uh, uh, Kojak, but there's you know you, they can both exist in the same universe. The fact that he is schlubby and, you know, looks like he's got, you know, he hasn't slept in three days and he's got stubble and a coffee and a cigar. And I'm like, so it's not just a human. He, he's not, he's not, he doesn't have the posture of Charlton Heston. Yeah. Like a lot yeah. of TV cops did in the 60s and 70s. Um, and the fact that, you know, we see how it's the, the narrative of we see how it's done and then you get to see how he gets caught. That that just yeah. I think revolutionized television. I got to show this to my kid when they were younger, and they got hooked on it. And um, just Peter Falk says, if you keep if you look at Peter Falk's career, I know for a lot of people it's he's just Columbo and the grandpa from The Princess Bride. <laughs> yep. I mean, the guy's first two films, he got Academy Award nominations. Yeah. 1961, 1962, Murder Inc. and Full of Miracles. During the original run of Columbo, which ran eight years, he won three Emmys and was nominated every year. And then they had a reboot of it when I was in college, and yeah. he got nominated three more times and won one. I mean, that's Tom Seaver's Steve Carlton acting dynasty level for Peter Falk. <laughs> um, and I, I, think I've, I, I think I've said before, the last five minutes or five, five ten minutes of Columbo, I think is one of the greatest pop culture things ever. Oh, just God. watching some d bag get their just desserts. Yeah, I love the wrap ups for like every episode. Like it, it, some of the episode, I can think of the one where they're it's like maritime base and everything. I can't remember what it was. It was kind of obnoxious, but every time when they bring it home at the end, there it's always so satisfying. There, there are sporting events where I was less verbal, and I'm watching this episode. I'm like, "Fuck you, Robert Culp! Your ass is going down." <laughs> it goes down in spectacular yeah. fashion, like the episode we're going to be discussing today. 
there's like a d and, and he and robert cup calls him this a devious like almost a sadistic side to colombo and that he knows he's got the guy but he yeah. toys with him he's a cat he's yeah. a yeah. cat. guys all the time i'd be watching with my kid and they lean in and go does he know yet i went oh yeah the minute oh, he yeah. enters the, enters the crime scene he knows who did it and, right. that's, and that's also a great example in this episode and there's even some episodes where he'll throw in the 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 perp will be like how did when did you figure out it was me he's like i noticed you're you are leaning your left leg over your right leg and you're a righty <laughs> yes. and it would be the other like some weird yes, you're, shit. You're, we're, we're... i love those and one of my favorites again if you guys decide to do another and i could be over here one of my favorites involves your guys's favorite donald pleasance oh yeah no has, who has not one but two donald pleasant meltdowns there are major movies that don't even get one if they're lucky oh yeah that's one of my favorites. I did not want to lead off with one of my favorite well, Columbo episodes for Captain of Field, but there's so many good Columbo episodes. Right. So I went and with And there are Bo. some episodes like that one where he, Peter, you know, Columbo likes the guy. He likes Johnny Cash. There are yep. others like the one with Leonard Nimoy is a favorite in my household, and this oh, yeah. one where he just does not like the, the, the killer. Yeah. It is kind of fun when he doesn't like the killer just because it's like you it's fun to see that contention because Columbo is always so cool. We see it in this episode with Buddy when he's talking to yes, him. We'll get, yes. Yeah, very short with him and Buddy's throwing it right back at him and yeah, very good. And it's no, so it's, fun. It's, it's it's I think it's just fun acting and so the fact that you know you get a, a TV star or a, or a former movie star now doing television to bounce off of like tennis yeah so you, you know you bounce off somebody like Jose Ferrer or George Hamilton or Shatner or you know <laughs> Ruth Gordon or Lee Remick it's it's really it's a lot of fun and he just looks great oh yeah I love the disheveled look it's perfect but here's the other thing for for you trivia nerds out there. What do uh what does Columbo and another favorite of your guys's murder she wrote have in common? Oh my god, are we gonna have to have a crossover <laughs> episode with you and Abra now? <laughs> same so writers, same creators. Oh, oh yeah, of course. Peter what is it? A link and Rhett? Yeah. Yeah. Cause that was part of the Tuesday movie thing, right? Murder, she wrote. No, that was oh, that was okay. a thing of its own. At the oh, early in the early stages of the NBC mystery movie, it was uh, McLeod with Dennis Weaver, um, McMillan and wife with Rock Hudson and Susan St. James. They had other ones like Banachek with George Pappard. Um, I think Madigan was one. Cool Million was one. I believe um, I believe uh, Quincy started out as a later installment of the series. Oh my and god. Then- we- we got to do the Quincy Punk Rock episode. Yeah, that's because... by the way a vastly <laughs> underrated episode of GPT. Um, <laughs> but in college, it was Columbo. It was one with Lou Gossett Jr. and then Burt Reynolds had one called BL Striker, where he was a a, a, a detective on a boat in Florida because that's where Burt lived. <laughs> right. <laughs> every like, every Florida cop lived on a boat. Yeah, Sonny really? Crockett. No. Yeah, Sonny Crockett and Burt Reynolds. So top that suckers. <laughs> Um, I have a quick question. Since you actually got to uh, enjoy Columbo throughout your childhood and everything, when it came back years later, because I've tried to watch the second running of Columbo a few times, and it just feels off. Are you Um, into those still, or is it just kind of like, it's Columbo? He's older. I mean, the fact that you just put him out there, whether it's, oh, what what sports analogy can I use? Um, 
not Willie Mays with the Mets. It wasn't bad. But, you know, Jordan Frank with Robert, the Magic? <laughs> no, 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 no. No, think, he yes, was with the Wizards, by the way. He's old, yeah. No, it's not that bad. Uh, but no, but when he's <laughs> old, like Frank Robinson when he went to went to the uh, the Orioles, I think. But no, he was fine. I think the fact that the, the, the costumes Taffy would have a field day with and the fact that this time around it would be people like Faye Dunaway. He takes down Fisher Stevens if you're in the smarmy that guy's. Um, the dude from Short Circuit and My Science Project. Oh my! That brown-faced so, racist. Yeah, we remember. Yeah, brown-faced racist. <laughs> and you know, he he dated Michelle Pfeiffer, so fuck that guy. Uh, yeah, and then he, and then he cheated on her too. This like schlubby idiot. dude, <laughs> dumbass. Michelle Pfeiffer, and like, well, you get cocky when you get a woman like oh, that. Oh, for sure. You know, you're like, oh, I, I can well, get any woman. But, and yet, yeah. Mrs. Sosie and I have been together 22 years. Anyway, uh, no, no, but I mean, so I think I think the costumes uh, might be a bit off, but they're still. I mean, he he bounces off George Hamilton and Patrick McGowan in the in the reboot. Mm-hmm. He's just a little older, a little slower, but just as cool. Okay, okay. Yeah, they did that with. I felt the same way about Kojak. They brought him back like in the late 80s. Yeah, yeah. they did some movies like some actual movies. Yeah, you know, standalones. But his number two guy was Andre Brower, who's my second favorite cop, Frank Pembleton from Homicide. So that was kind of cool. Ah, nice. I just saw there was a Homicide Law and Order um, episode that uh, that I got to see a couple weeks ago. So, oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I munch. Yes. Yeah. Who was uh, the actor who played the great uh, Houdini or whatever in the Colombo episode? Because he's Jack Cassidy. Yeah, Jack Cassidy, Jack Cassidy was one of the top smarmy assholes on Columbo. Yes. He, he was a killer three times. It was, was three. I thought it was twice. No, McGowan, Patrick McGowan has the record. He did four. He also directed a few episodes. <laughs> I think Culp did three. Um, he, yeah, Jack Cassidy did three. He was uh, Sean Cassidy's dad and Shirley Jones's wife, her husband. Huh. So they were married for a while. Did he die? He like died smoking in bed or some weird yeah, thing? Yeah, like he died with a ciggy in hand. And that that yeah. was oh. not, not good. So. Yeah. I mean, did, then, did the house burn? Uh, how, what do you mean he died I with a cigarette? I think he, like, maybe he, he, shot mu- maybe he was drunk or something and he was smoking. He yeah. fell asleep in bed with a cigarette and he burned it down. Oh, he did burn it down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The other one for you literature nerds out there, if you know the Dostoevsky novel Crime and Punishment, there is an inspector who was apparently the inspiration for Columbo because he was engaging and friendly and he didn't seem like he was grilling you for the answers. And by the end of the interrogation, he got what he wanted. Wow. That book's just sitting on my shelf waiting to be read. I got Ray Columbo. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I got through (laughs) the idiot and I was like, I'll try Crime and Punishment next, but. There you then go. I bought my Philip K. Dick short story collection, and that took over. But now you're enticed because Columbo connection. There we go. And you know what? What better time than now to start this episode of Columbo? And An exercise in fatality. fatality. Get it? <laughs> now, of course, every Columbo episode starts with uh, one of those like, hey, everybody, this is why you need to stick around. And they give you like a little sizzle reel of the whole episode. We don't right. need to worry about that. We're just going to go no. right to it. And we have our secretary, Jessica, working at Janice uh, Industries. Milo Janice, uh, the fitness guru, played by Robert Culp. Tiny little Robert Conrad, Conrad, I'm sorry. (laughs) Tiny little Robert Conrad. (laughs) Yep. I mean, he had total, like, short man. Because he's a handsome, like, fit guy. But 
because he's probably like five, six, seven, something like yeah. that. And it's like that's not that bad, dude. Oh. But it it affected him. You could tell it because I remember you. Yeah, I know you remember this, Matt. Battle of the Network stars. Oh yes, that is <laughs> that is probably okay. I hate to say this, I think that might be the apex of Battle of the Network stars. And Battle of the Network stars had the dunk tank. Right. Uh, Griff, look that up. You're welcome. <laughs> yes. um, so, like, but, it would be like if you ever heard of it, Griff, the Battle of the Network stars. I have. Okay, so the ABC, NBC. This is back in the old days when there were three networks and CBS. Yeah. And you, they'd have captains. So Robert Conrad would be the captain, and he would take this shit seriously. Oh, okay. And then like, and then you have like Gabe. Yeah, you had Gabe Kaplan on another team. He wouldn't give a fuck at all. He'd be like, whatever, you know. Nice. Uh, your guy Telly was a captain, and yeah, yeah one, one year, yeah. Um, so Conrad, prior to this, was known as the dude from uh, Wild Wild West in the '60s. Uh, who, you know, if he dropped something, he couldn't pick it up because his pants were so damn tight. And then was on. <laughs> Was on Baba Black Sheep for NBC, and yeah, took took it way too serious. And then there was a tie, and the tie between ABC and NBC. So they had a runoff, literally, between uh, Robert Conrad and Gabe Kaplan, oh. and Gabe Kaplan just secretariat sea biscuit his ass, moved <laughs> <laughs> him off the track. And if that wasn't enough. You had Howard Cosell, who was co-hosting this because they asked him to and paid him. And the camera is at the finish line. And Conrad, you think these were great professional actors? He could not hide his disdain that he got his ass handed to him on the track. Those little stubby legs running. Oh, my God. Yeah, Yeah, Ron Say looked at him and went, dude, you're short. Um, Oh, it was glorious. And the fact that I enjoyed Welcome Back, Connor. And just didn't know Gabe Kaplan had that in him to just, you know, hand hand his own ass to him. It was the best. <gasps> All right. Back to Milo Janice industry. Milo Janice, played by Robert Conrad. And we see Jessica, and she's answering a phone. And she has to open up a drawer that contains a giant reel-to-reel <laughs> answering machine in it. Right. And well, Homage just- to Watergate. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And of well, course, especially with like clipping the sections out. Yeah. Right. That's right. 18 minutes. Yeah. And what we're learning here is that uh, Milo Janice records every single phone call that goes through to his secretary right. and possibly to his line, too. Because, yeah, she had a recording of it going to the other line as well. Because yeah, he's a shady guy. He's up to some shady business. Right. And we see on the other end of the line, we've got Buddy calling in. Played and- by Pat Harrington. Yeah. Famous yeah. playing Schneider. I. Wasn't one day at a time set in Indianapolis, wasn't it? Yeah, we're not, and I'm, we're not proud of that. Um, <laughs> I mean, no, the, I know there was a remake of the series with a with a different cast and bully for them, but that was the thing in the late in the late sixties, early seventies. Series, both dramatic and comedic, had to be set in different cities, so it wasn't just New York or L.A. and and that was Indy's contribution. Yay. <laughs> But I I love Pat Harrington. He you know besides Schneider, he was also the voice of the of Inspector Clouseau in the Pink Panther cartoons. I did not know that. And did just I mean just a slew of voiceover and television work, and yeah, just you know I think a Hall of Fame that guy. Amazing. So he's Buddy here. And he's a shady dude, and you can tell he's a shady dude because his collar is just too long for me. I was uncomfortable. You hang gliding with those collars, man, with the sleeveless sweater and the oh. shirt. Yeah, you could strike a match with <laughs> all over the place. I, now I would wear one of those shirts if I had the opportunity, but 
when I'm very, watching. Ooh, those very fitted shirts that Robert Conrad was wearing? Yeah, sure. Well, well. I got like a little guy complex, just like Robert Conrad. Got to show off your gold Ankh necklace. Man. I got to get a gold Ankh necklace. That guy. <laughs> so he's, uh, Buddy's trying to call in. He's got an urgent news. And he's like, I got to get through to Milo right now. And Jessica's like, well, he's on the phone with some other people. And we go into Milo's office where, in fact, he is on the phone with apparently like some kind of supplier or something. And right. he's working out. We're going to learn here that Milo's got connections everywhere. He's got a whole fucking factory line of uh, right. just oh. like the supply chain. A whole industry, yeah. Yeah, he's got the whole thing locked up. And I think, he's, I think Milo's also asking if he can still use peck jelly with all of his hairy arms and chest. Right. Yeah. He, he had some very Robin Williams arms going on. Yeah, there, I noticed he did. That. Yeah. He shaved his chest hair. He lost 10 pounds to be shaved. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he actually trimmed his chest hair and left his arm hairs long, which is an interesting choice. It's a body mullet. <laughs> yeah, I feel like he wanted to make his arms look bigger. Like he was Think? comfortable like with he was, his... he was insecure about his forearms? Maybe. Well, we, have, we, have, we have an, uh, uh, a theory that we'll get into later about his, okay. his musculature. Yeah. Okay. Maybe, yeah, maybe with his forearms, he, he has a uh, yeah, low center of gravity. If he, you know, he's oh, like yeah. Ivan Putsky, but shorter. Oh, maybe he likes it for when he's swimming. Like it gives him more drag, drag or something, yeah. which well, makes him buff. Talking yeah. about drag. <laughs> yeah. So he's he's instructing the supplier. Yeah, just go ahead and dump all the extra profits. Well, he's like, well, yeah, he's like double the prices to everything. Yeah, and I mean, the guy's like, like, wait, what? Why? What am I supposed to do with all the extra money? Oh, just dump it in my New York account. Fucking right. Netflix is him. Yeah, if this were a modern thing, he'd be like, just buy, do some stock buyback with it. It never yep. changes. Never changes. Yep. They always figure out a way. So then he gets on the phone with Buddy, and he tells Jessica, do not tape this. Yeah, go ahead and just stop the recorder right now. I'm going to buy a new tape. I, don't, I just want to save money on the tape. Before we get further into it, I just want to say, we, this was a very uh, exhausting, note-taking uh, yep, uh, episode for yep. me. Because uh, I, that's why I, I like Kojak because he just slaps a confession out of anybody. Like he doesn't care about yeah. you know clues. Yeah. So like I always feel nervous. Like I gotta write every detail down because it might be important right. later on. Right. So I'm writing. I'm basically writing the scripts. This is a hard one for you. I've yeah. seen this episode multiple times. Yeah, I've never. Yeah, it's the thing. So I haven't very, seen yeah. it. Right. It's easier to be like, oh yeah, let's take right. note of that. Take note of this. So. Right. <laughs> Well, you might, yeah, saying, and I know it's it's kind of the details where you look into it. Besides, you know, besides the giant tape recorder, I'm sorry, I refer to her as hot secretary Jessica, also has the giant phone and the giant typewriter, which could also be murder weapons on another episode. Yeah. yeah. 70s were a giant decade. <laughs> giant collars. Except for Robert Conrad. Except yeah, for yeah. Robert Conrad. He's trying to take giant Well, maybe notes. he was actually an advertised person, but everything else everything, was so giant. He, he, was, like, he was in the land of the giants, if go. you will. Oh. Good reference. <laughs> so anyways, uh, Milo gives uh, Buddy a call, and he's like, you got to get down here soon. Gene's talking crazy. He's locked himself in his office. He's fucking, he's got, he's got you. Uh, he thinks he's got some shit on you. Like, you really need to get down here. And he's like, well... Okay. Yeah, because he takes the car. He doesn't jog. Freaking hypocrite. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So the thing is, Milo has the franchises of this gym. By the way, the dingiest, shittiest looking gyms. I mean, it makes perfect pathetic. sense that he's ripping people off. Yeah, pathetic. You mean that there's not the polished wood paneling in the gym area? <laughs> I was having flashbacks because up until like 2000, my bedroom had wood paneling, and it was I hated it. Yeah. So yeah, it was awful. 
But yeah, yeah. But the thing is, it's like wood paneling. So the gyms are dark and dingy. They're so dark. I mean, we do. For see... fuck's sake, there's a scene where Columbo's on a treadmill and he's being held by a bungee cord. <laughs> and, and the thing is, normally at a gym you have like upbeat, lively music, and they're yes. saying you're playing that shitty Caucasian calypso music on a right. yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're so. That's fat. probably why the only people that worked out were just fat, like sixty-year-old men that well, were like no, half naked. I feel like this was more of a gentleman's club where they're coming and they're fucking each other or something. Oh, or like, they're getting massages and that kind oh, of yeah, stuff. Yeah, massages yeah. maybe. A GLP promise keepers meeting is this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so of course Milo's directed right into Gene's office. They got to talk a bit. Yeah, because Gene got bought a franchise from yeah. him, and Gene. Sucker. Is the opposite of Milo. He's yeah. a slob. He's got no gold chain. His collar is tiny. Right. Fat neck, fat face, Chinese food everywhere. Loose fitting clothing. Loose fitting clothing. Right. Yeah. Uh, he's got he's got two coffee mu- or uh, crafts just full of coffee, which is unhealthy. That'll kill you. That'll kill you. As yeah. Milo the amount of I think you could have a drinking game for every time Robert Conrad's character Milo gives yes. you advice. I'm like, yes. shut the fuck up. <laughs> I love, but that, this is so perfect for him. And Conrad comes off so good, just smugly telling people because everyone's like, "You look like you're 35," and he's just like, <laughs> yep. he's totally fucking high on his own farts," you know. Right. So I can't wait for him to get slam dunked. Hey, he had a great tan though. I'm he had a great tan. Yeah, it's all that beach swimming. He trains in nature. Of course, he looks fucking beautiful. Right. Um, That's why he's fit, and the people go to the gym around the gym. Yeah, because they're in the fucking uh, cornhole of this gym. <laughs> they're in a cave. They're in a cave. <laughs> <laughs> no cornhole exercise at the gym. <laughs> yeah, well, they're probably stretching some cornholes too. So, whoever, whoever called that game cornhole with the bean bags and the ramps? That's the it's, that's the worst publicity. You got to name it something else. Yeah. You got to name it something yeah. else. Sack ball. So ball sack. Also amongst. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> also amongst. Gene's desk, besides the Chinese food, which is four different quarts of various things. Yeah. You know, you get the free white rice. He's got the fried <laughs> rice. He's got the spare ribs. He's got... Lo mein. Lo mein. <laughs> That's right. There's a pepper in here. It's healthy. Um, But yeah, he's also got all these fucking accounting papers and everything. Right. He's got some notepad, yellow pad, He knows pad, something's up with Milo, but he's not... But could Milo covers his tracks. He's like Trump. He covers his tracks. Yes. So he's like, I know you're up to something. He, but I'm fig- I'll figure it I out. I like this because Gene is almost doing his own Columbo. He just hasn't perfected it because he's kind of egging him on. He's like... Check out this invoice I have from the Green Eagle Supply. $2,600. I can buy it off the shelf for half the price. Well, you know I've got to keep my... Uh, quality. Quality. Maintain quality. When I grow, you grow, except you're short. Um, right. And I'm 5'5". I'm five, five. I can say that. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think Gene shows his cards way too early. I mean, if, if you was like Columbo, he'd just say, you know what, I'm just trying to tie up a few loose ends. Right. Uh, you know, my my instead of my captain is like my accountant wants me to check on this thing. So he could have been a little more discreet before right. he, you know gets a pipe for the neck, which we'll get to in a bit. He he just got a little too hungry, just like when he was working out later this night, he ends up killing himself. You know, he just yeah. wanted it too bad, just like he wanted those spare ribs and the low main and the fry. Oh, so the yeah. way Milo has this whole franchise set up is you have to buy supplies, everything, even office supplies from him. This sounds like a franchise that we're dealing with modernly. It's like, like the uh, McDonald's uh, ice cream machines. It's like, uh, what the fuck? They're in Grand Rapids. Amway's Amway. Amway's Amway. Oh, God. There's a blast from the past in the 70s. Based out of Michigan. Hello. Thanks. 
Yeah, you're welcome, world. <laughs> but yeah, he's, so Gene is just pulling it up there. He's just pulling at these shoestrings. Just little bits, little bits. Like, hey, man. But he also I'm says, gonna I'm going to report you to the Securities and Exchange Commission for a class action suit, but I'm going to sit here and eat my Chinese food. Right. And Robert yeah. Conrad's like, you need to relax. I think That's you right. need to get more advice. A bit more. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Milo sees his way out and he goes over to Bud and he's like, hey, man, don't even worry about what Gene's working on. He's got nothing. I'm going to be out of the country with three million in Kukarans or something. Yeah. FTs. NFT. Oh yeah, he's got all that. NFTs. <laughs> he invested heavily into crypto. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. so heavily. Dogecoin. Dogecoin. I got. I got all that. Painting. You know all that. He's like, I'm gonna be on the beaches of France working on my tan. I got a good friend, Epstein. He's got his own island. I'm gonna go he's gonna get his there. freedom tan. There we go. And he's like, Bud, don't worry about it. I'm having a party tonight. I. What was going on with this? He was going to show a X-rated horror movie that was uncut. Like, what are they and watching? And he said an X-rated movie. Apparently, it was a western. It wasn't even a, a an adult what? movie because you know it's NBC. So, you know, whatever the, whatever MC, NBC grabbed from the vault and just kind of threw up yeah. on because apparently you're not supposed to pay attention to the screen. But like, uh, you know, a, a, a guy like myself, it's like when you have a, a scene with a movie theater outside or outside the major city street, I'm always looking at the marquee. Yeah. And see what's there. Right. So I'm going to see what they're actually watching. And that, that was, that was no porn. And he's, yeah, he's really enticing you. It's X-rated, uncut. Right. It's a black and white movie. It's got the lead in, the dramatic it's lead got, in, uh, like organ music. Yeah. Like, like a horror it, movie. Like it's a horror movie yeah. or something. It's called Dag, or I don't think he would go to snuff. I don't think uh, Milo is a snuff guy. <laughs> yeah, we were theorizing. Yeah, on we that. were. Yeah, we were that theorizing that? on that one. And so he goes up to Secretary Jess. He's like, "Hey, why don't you come over? Yeah, you better yeah. come over tonight. It's going to be a hot swinging party. A little bit of a stag movie because he needs her. Because he's like." I got to go do some stuff. I got to go see a guy in Pasadena about another franchise. Milo, give it to him. He's a quick thinker. Yeah. All he did was drive back to his office, and he's already plotted this all out. I got the recording. I'm going to cut the tape. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. This yeah. is really uh, pretty smart of him. Yeah, and he tells her, so can you like get the house ready? You know, And she's like, sure, I can do it. Yeah, that. I got to go over to town. That Parker son of a bitch, he's calling me again. He wants me to come out and talk to him about a gym deal or something. So I got to go there. You go to my house, let yourself in, which we later learned she's only been here the one time, but she yes. knows his house. Right. She knows uh, she's got a key. No, or... we'll, we'll get to that. Key was in the mailbox. Point. He said that. Oh, yeah. interesting. But so no, we... uh, Milo, Milo's a Sade song. He's a smooth operator. He is. He, he really is. is. He, he smooches her, and then she takes, she takes off. Yeah. yeah. And then he goes to her desk, goes to that gigantic reel-to-reel answering machine, oh, tape yeah. recorder. Then he goes into her uh, She's got like cuticle drawer. cutters or something yeah, in her Yeah, what were these drawer. tiny scissors for? <laughs> They're for trimming nose hair. I told you that. Oh, right. Jess or, has a lot of nose hair. Or an animal's claws. You know, either one. Yeah. Or the reason his uh, chest hair is shaved so close is that yeah. she goes through and clips Gives him that perfect that. Street Fighter character starburst <laughs> on his chest. One <laughs> That's what. Yeah, and he so he cuts out a little segment of Gene asking to speak with Milo. Yes. So all right, all right. Now we're going, uh, of course, back to Milo's. He's got the doctor tape, and he's at his place now, and he's setting up the reel to reel. So apparently, he's got he goes home before anybody shows up. 
Because he's got to get everything staged for later tonight. Yeah, he's got all this equipment to, like, edit fucking tape he, and stuff. He's a little, uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? Like an audiophile or something. He's all into tech stuff. Yeah. Maybe, he's got a... maybe he was hanging out with uh, the other John Carpenter, the guy who supplied uh, Bob Crane with all of his video equipment. Maybe. He looks like the guy, the kind of type that would do that. Right. Yeah. I mean, he is into snuff films, or stag films, snuff films, <laughs> X-rated <laughs> films. He's into all that. So maybe yeah. that's why. Yeah. Maybe and, Jessica actually has been here, but it was like an eyes wide shut type of party, and she didn't know where she or was. Or he drugs her. You don't know. It. I he's wish he's, he's handing that. pills out to people all the he time. He does literally that hand true. pills. We'll yeah. get to that. Yeah, we definitely will. So he's he's rigged up the tape and he's going to confront. He's going to try to talk Gene out of this crazy notion that right. he's a crooked. And this is, uh, you know, after so many hours, like the gym, Gene's gym, Gene's gym. I like that actually. That sounds good for you know a sign. better than Janice gyms. Janice gyms is better. <laughs> well, that's I why mean, I hang out at Janice gym. Yeah. Right. With oh, but yeah, Gene's on his 15th course of Chinese food. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. Slurping on those spare ribs. Yeah, sucking the meat right off the bone. <laughs> right. right. Put another pot of coffee on. <laughs> well, uh, the coffee helps digestion. <laughs> right. Exactly. exactly. But it'll it's, kill you. It's like a luge. It'll kill you. Yeah. That stuff will kill you. So he, uh, he, he confronts Gene. He's like, look. Uh. I don't Just, like you with all this paperwork. You should be worrying about your cardiovascular, not my extracurriculars. And he's like, <laughs> and that 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 hilarious joke puts Gene's guard down. And then he, what was it like the barbell from like a dumbbell that he had? What was that like? Thing? Yeah, I, I hope it was, or I don't for pull ups or something or. I don't, yeah. Yeah, it was just a random metal bar, but I but it was it was hollow, yeah. so I I don't yeah. know. I think it was I a thought, barbell. Like yeah, bar. I thought it yeah. was supposed to be a barbell. Yeah. Where you have the weights. Yeah, yeah. So he just rams him. He pins well, him against the wall and starts strangling. Yeah, he gets close and he's like, you know, this stuff's gonna kill you. And Gene gets finally like gets himself up and he's like, yeah, it's not gonna kill me. I'm gonna get some coffee. <laughs> so he starts to get ready to pour himself some coffee and he's like, that stuff will kill you too. Nothing will kill me. This will kill you. You no, know, he says, "Yeah, I plan to live for a long time." And he goes, "Afraid not." And then goes for the throat. <laughs> so as he's doing that, he's got uh, Gene's got the craft of hot, piping hot coffee. You think he, it'd be easier to try to strangle him with your hands? You think so? Yeah. But he awkwardly comes. He's got to. He's like, handle. "I'm a gym guy. I got to go to the gym, kind of way of kill." That's right. Go yeah. with that's crushing. I guess I, right. you know, maybe yeah, the length of the bar as opposed to. Fingerprints. Fingerprints. (laughs) Fingerprints on your flesh, yeah. Uh, But as he's coming across Gene's throat with it, he ends up bumping the craft and the coffee No, Gene's struggling and pours the coffee on his hand to get him off. Okay, yeah, Yeah, there we go. His his arm will be up all night. That that yep that's a rim shot on that one. (laughs) And then Gene takes off, hightails it through the ping pong room. And he gets met at uh, 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 Janice. Milo catches up with him. They struggle some more. It's scuffing up the floor like crazy. Oh, People, yeah. wear your tennis shoes. Not sneakers. We say tennis shoes in the Midwest. True. Wear your tennis shoes on these floors. We definitely yeah, don't not, take trainers. Not Javier Bardem and No Country for Old Men. Ooh. And there have been that many scuffs on a wax floor. Yeah, that's a good callback right there. That's he should have used right a cattle fucking killer. Yeah, on, he should have used that. Or the hand. Told me to call it. 
friendo. <laughs> and guess what? He finally kills Gene. So now we got to start working on hiding this body. He's going to drag it into the well, not hiding it, making it look like yeah, an accident. Yeah, he's got to stage it. Because yeah. we're always all about staging the crime scene. That's right. And he gets him out there. He's like, how can I stage it? Oh, there just happens to be 250 pounds on uh, 180 <laughs> on this uh, bench <laughs> What do you call it? It was a bench press, yeah. Bench press, yeah. But there's yeah. no way there was 180 pounds on that. There's these tiny little... But, of course, we were we were theorizing that Robert Conrad... It was probably like supposed to be 100, mm-hmm. but Robert Conrad's like, no, 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 no. 180. I can lift 180. Yeah. And they're maybe, like... Maybe it's the lens between Conrad's height and the and the visuals <laughs> of the barbell. <laughs> so... Oh, Peter Jackson forced perspective. <laughs> oh, very good. Yeah. yeah, everything about this episode. That's why the gym seems so small. Because yeah. he wants to look real big in it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and, and, and Milo's happy. He gets an extra work, workout. He gets to drag Gene's dead ass to the, you know, the dressing room and get some dressed. And and yeah. then here, here we go, friends. Ties his shoes, which we'll get to. <laughs> yes. Yeah, they they tie everything up with a bow on this show. When you watch it, you watch it again, you're like, every beat, you're like, there's no, you know, uh, you know, screw-ups or anything. Yeah, Proper I mean, use of the word literally. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do like, you, you're right. While he's doing this, he's so into fitness, he's literally whistling, and he's checking his pulse while he's moving him across. Checking his Fitbit. He's and like, he yeah. even has this line, he mutters to himself, oh, this is a genius plan. Yeah, oh, yeah, he's so Put happy. Another rim shot in there. <laughs> so satisfied, yeah. Yeah, so, so yeah, he, he said, puts him, puts him in the sweats, lays him on the bench, Picks up that 180-pound barbell and blazes it across the neck right. to make it look like he had possibly had a heart attack and dropped the right. But hey, or he got crushed his windpipe and had, nobody was there to spot him because you you need a spotter, right? Yeah, but, you know that's what you get for going to a gym at six o'clock at night. Which you know there are 24-hour gyms now. Apparently, like TV, it wasn't 24 hours back then. Right? Yeah, right. you remember we were kids. Shit closed. Like nothing was open on Sunday ever. You know, and it was. Is that something you you're like shit? Let's do that again, or do you like modern times? I like modern times. I like the be able to do whatever you want whenever, whenever you want. want. Okay. Yeah, you that's think that's bad because Sunday nights it closed early in Michigan. In Indiana, it closed two hours earlier. Yeah. Like four o'clock on Sundays back then, yeah. Good lord! Just, the, Indiana just got liquor sales a few years ago. Jesus, you guys are really behind on the times. I am I right on this? Do they do daylight savings in Indiana? They do, except the uh, the very edge of Gary, so the northwest area yeah. and the southwest, like Evansville. Don't. I mean, they're they're around. So make it more irritating. Just <laughs> a couple more, smiles. more irritating. So. Yeah. That's incredible. This is why we can't have you know this Pence. Um. Uh. Oh God, Quail. This is why we can't have nice things. Right. This is why you're all on drugs. Yes, like Evil I Knievel love told us. Evil Knievel and Moses Gunn in Rollerball. Way to represent Indianapolis in the film industry. <laughs> Thanks for calling back Rollerball. Underappreciated episode, by the way. Oh, Thank yeah. you. Great episode. Yeah. Um. So Milo, a very underappreciated character in this episode, is showing up to his own party, and everybody's already there, ready to get a. They wank can't on. wait to get their pants around their ankles. Like, let's get this X-rated western started. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, I've already seen it, so I'll I'll get it started because he's got like the the projector in his study, right? You know, and he's like, Yeah, don't worry, calm down. I'll tell you. And Goes in. Go ahead. You know, the- 
the official drink when you're watching snuff westerns, orange juice. Vitamin yeah. C. You know. Yeah. I like that he did say orange juice. Vitamin C. He's always whispering what he's after, and it's always some kind of vitamin or glucosamine or something like that. Right. Yeah. So he starts up the film, so they're distracted. Their eyes are glued to the screen. And then he picks up the old phone. Oh, yeah. Right when he walks in the door, he's like, that fucking crazy Parker, because he's got to lay that (laughs) alibi out for everybody. And the most obvious, Parker had me over at his mobile car dealership. In Pasadena, all the way across town. I had to go to the in and out over there. Not (laughs) for anything, just a glass of water. My two favorite things of the Columbo Killer are the, the announcing of the alibi, and then we'll get to it. The reaction of the de- of the announcement of the death of the victim. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a good call too, for sure. Whatever, yeah. however they react is always good. Right. So he's he's like, all right, I'll start the the the, uh, the film. Snuff yeah, yep. snuff western. So he goes into the study, starts shuts it up, the door. shuts the door, calls the the telephone in the room that they're in, sets up his reel to reel with the audio recording right, of Gene it. talking, yep. and then Jess answers it. And it's it's just like, hey, Jess, this is Gene. Can I speak to Milo? And she's like, oh yeah, sure, I'll get him. And then she goes in the office, or, or, or he, he comes, comes out, out of the office, yeah. yeah. And he's like, who is that? Oh, it's Gene. Oh, that crazy Gene. I told him not to work too hard tonight. Is he yeah? Still can you up? believe that he was doing all this paperwork, and then he decided to stay and do a workout too? Interesting. Crazy. And he so, says really loudly, "Don't do anything strenuous." <laughs> <laughs> You've been working really hard over there, and I saw all that Chinese food. You're me, but yeah, don't. (laughs) (laughs) Think about your heart health. Yeah. Don't eat before you do that. Wait 30 minutes, you get a cramp. Milo's voice not nearly as loud as uh, Buddy's checkered pants, but, you know, he he does his best. (laughs) Buddy does have some intense pants. Even one of the cops who shows up on the scene had that intense jacket we're about to get to see here. All right, so we've set up everything. Now it's for the the star of the show. Everybody at at Milo's party has a good laugh because, again, making the alibi very obvious. He talked to Gene. Everybody heard it. Let's go. And like you said, this is a classic Columbo. They show the murder in the first act, yep. and then it's Columbo yep. arrives. So okay. you get to see, because it's cool. Usually you get the who done it, uh, or like a how, but we get to see how the guy did it, and then we get to see him build his alibi in front of us. So it's and you get to see Columbo fi- figure it out, right? So yeah, like, okay. You try to do this, Daniel Craig. Yeah. <sighs> I don't. I don't know. Are we excited about the new? Uh, what I is it? Nice I, out. I think Daniel Craig with a southern accent cracks me up. So I'm. I'm down for it. I mean, he also did it in a, what was the Steven Soderbergh film? Um, God, it was with him and Adam Driver, where it was like a, a redneck version of Ocean's Eleven. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Oh, Lucky know. Logan. That's it, Lucky Logan. But I think I watched. You know, that. the fact that he's able to do something beyond James Bond, I'm fine with that. But uh, okay. you know, I, I I enjoy murder mysteries because you have all the trope characters, and if you have really good actors, they know how to skate the fine line between you know performance and camp. So I'm I'm down with it. I I will say it's the one role I liked uh, Captain America. He was good at Knives Out. No, Reb Brown should be in Knives Out. <laughs> Well, if we wanted to make a perfect movie, yes, Red Brown would have been in it. You're the you're the killer. Damn it! Shit! <laughs> shit! Son of a bitch! He, he wouldn't even deny it. He's like, shit, I did it. <laughs> 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 
Okay, Columbo. But of course, it was Lou Ferrigno he was covering for. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Was like the music. Yeah. Columbo. So Columbo arrives. This scene, total waste of time, and I loved every second of it. Because it's Thank just Peter de- Falk. It's developing him as a character. Yeah, he's yeah. showing this scenery. Peter Falk knows what he's doing. He's, one of, one of he's, his early lines is, who the hell's calling me at this hour? I mean, yeah. he's, he's sticking to his hobo trope by carrying his thermos in a paper bag. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Did he have anything? Me and Murray were arguing about this. Did he have anything else in the bag other than the thermos? No, he did not. No, that was it. Yeah. I'm sure his thermos was the same pattern as Buddy's pants from the night before. You don't <laughs> right. want to... You know, you want to throw people off. <sighs> well, and much like me, when I wake up, I'm just feeling like shit. And he's feeling like shit. It's six thirty in the morning, people. Yeah. Right. And he's just like, oh, I gotta, I gotta get my coffee. He's doing this thing where he's uh, completely in plain sight, but he's like a lump on a log. No one's really noticing him. He's just overhearing all the conversations. The cops are talking to the janitor and everything, and that's when he hears that there's a call waiting for him, and he's just like, oh. God, I'm not myself without my coffee. And they're like, well, you got a phone call, so you can go into Milo's office over here. And, yep, that's your favorite scene. He walks in there, and he's just immediately, like, going through the trash can <laughs> while he's talking to his wife. Yeah, his wife. Like, why? Is this important? Like, he's at a yeah, crime I'm, scene. I'm going to go. First off, there were no CDs for him to rifle through. Sorry. Okay. Right. Yeah. Uh, um, but no, there, there's always been on. the theory on, is Mrs. Columbo real? Yes, they did a spinoff, Kate Mulgrew. Yes, although, although to be fair, I love I love Columbo and I love Kate Mulgrew. No way they're married. No way. It's way she's too not thick enough for him. And he's well, charming, though. He is, he charms you. He does. He does. So my wife, and you can thank slash blame my wife for this. My wife envisioned Mrs. Columbo, played by one of your favorites, Rhea Perlman. <laughs> I knew where you were going. Whoa, yeah. the sweets of scale. In this in this case, the fact that she he's on the phone with her because he always brings her up. Yes. Yeah. Also, so the fact that he's having conversation, he's not psychotic and having an imaginary conversation no. with himself. He's not Milo. Well, somebody yeah. answered the phone when Mrs. Colombo called, so yeah, right. the cop is crazy oh, too. Right. No, and by the way, uh, Donald Pleasance also a killer on Mrs. Colombo. That's a must watch. So. <laughs> what? Yeah, he did. He's the only actor to be in both. That's amazing. I no meltdowns in that one, but you can't have everything. Well, hey, this is an important call. She needs to know what to feed the family that's right? coming over later. And he doesn't even know what to, He's like, wait, why are you up? What time <laughs> right. is it? Right. He doesn't have a watch. Fair, he did roll out of bed and probably woke her. Like, yeah, I've been right. That's Because you know, he's like, right. feed him spaghetti. And then there's a pause. <laughs> Who's on a diet? Then he looks over at Gene's food, feed him Chinese. Yeah. I, I, that's what I thought he was going to do. And take, I thought he was going to take the Chinese food out of the trash home to his All you got to do is reheat it in a skillet. It's fine. Yeah. You know? No dead person ate it. <laughs> yeah. so. Oh, my God. And so he's finishing up with his wife. And this is adorable because you think they're going to do like a nagging wife thing. But no, Columbo is so in love with his wife. He's got this big yes. old smirk. And he's just like, you can keep on talking, but I got to go. And he hangs up the phone. And he's just looking down. He's going through the trash. He's like, there's still meat on this rib. He didn't suck it dry. <laughs> Mrs. Columbo, then, yeah. Mrs. Columbo is like Santa Claus. So long as you believe in her in your head and your heart, <laughs> he's there. I like right. that. I never stop believing in Miss Columbo. And straight. Not only is that bone not dry, but he's noticing that <laughs> carpet's not dry. Oh, 
<laughs> Very good. <laughs> some kind of stain. No, I poured coffee on a lot of different things. This is yeah. not a coffee stain. It's a brown carpet to begin with, which they call a rug. Yes, they call it a rug, but it's <laughs> the wall to wall rug. Yeah, <laughs> it's, a, it's one of those fancy wall to wall rugs. He gets down, he sniffs that big pile of stain. Like, is this is this Ocacino? No. <laughs> Rubs it between his fingers, tastes it. Yeah, goes, mm, I've he's, tasted that he's before. Realizing it's a big behind dump. the ear, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Mackerel House is this, or is this a Folger? <laughs> Denny's? Denny's coffee? Oh, Denny's! Ooh. How'd they get Denny's? Did someone travel all the way over here? Is that the kind of man Gene is? You can really tell a lot. Gene of was talking with Denny's about making it, that like selling it, it in stores. That, yeah. How can I motivate my gym uh, participants to gym members to really work out? Denny's coffee, Milo Mocha's, Milo Mocha's. That's what Milo would supply him with. That, right. That'll kill you. Yeah, that's kill genius. Low-fat milk, but he's always thinking about <laughs> quality. <laughs> that's right. So Columbo's trying to figure out, this is a big stain, and he grabs a little coffee cup, like an espresso cup, and he minds pouring it on the ground. <laughs> he's like, this just doesn't fit. <laughs> and then he takes the craft and pours it, and he's like, You're okay. right. They can cover every base with this fucking yes. show. Yes. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then he stumbles out, walks into the ping pong room. The Ping pong room. That's that's heavy exercise right there. Ping pong. Right. Yeah. And there's only one ping pong table in the ping pong room. Right. <laughs> and you know, I room. love this set dressing though. You see all the posters, like the neon posters with the fucking black marker on them. It's like table tennis tournament this Saturday. Yeah. Intense. That's that's on uh, ESPN eight. The Ocho, right. of course. And he's looking down at that floor, and he's like, I thought the janitor said he he waxed this floor last night. And There's scuffs say- everywhere. Yeah, he's saying it out loud as the janitor's coming in. I did wax the floor. <laughs> Six right. o'clock. Oh, oh, Charlie. So I'm like, okay, here's here's two working yeah. class yeah. guys you know, uniting together. It's so good. Yeah, is that a thing? We just call it all those working class guys call each other Charlie? Charlie? I guess that's like Bud or, you know, okay. I don't know. I, yeah, tell, and, tell, tells him to not wax the floor. Keep it as is. Right. Yeah, and then, well, he's like... He's got to get the timeline of when he was there. He's like, are those reading glasses? The guy's <laughs> like, yeah, let me see those. Puts them on, gets his face right up on that scuff. He's like, brown. Oh, yeah. brown. Brown. Yeah. Brown. And you said, what time you waxed this floor? 6 p.m. sharp. <laughs> was anybody here? Gene was... Or what's his name? Mr. Gene? Who's Gene? Gene Stafford. Uh, he, Stafford. Or, Mr. Yeah. Stafford was in his office, but, you know, he left. I thought he left. No, he didn't leave yet. He was on his ninth round of Chinese food. That's right. right. And so he's like, hmm, like, can I see your shoes? And he's like, he's like, he's like, he's like, well, it couldn't have been Mr. Stafford because he was wearing sneakers like you're supposed to. Right. And that's, of course, how they found him. With right, the and he, ch- he checks the janitor's shoes, and they're black. There's no way he can leave a brown scuff. So now he's got to go. You know, the janitor's been blaming the cops for the scuff marks. He thinks the cops put them on the floor. Right. So he heads out to, like, the main weight room, which is depressing. <laughs> yeah. Again, this, yeah, looks, this is yeah. sad. <laughs> this is when you go to a hotel that promises you it has a gym, and it's literally like a towel room with, like, you know, two exercise machines. Yeah. yeah, very creepy. It's, stuff. The, it's the Chuck Norris fitness thing, I which think... is a million <laughs> things in one. <laughs> right, the total gym. Yeah, two thousand. Right, 
we you had, had two, one of those, you're covered. We yeah. had one of those in my childhood home. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Is your dad in super shape? Dad was a buff dude. <laughs> okay. Robert Conrad buff? Uh, buffer. My dad was not 5'5". Five five. Okay. Whatever. we're not giants either so don't worry about that's right no one here is a chippendale dancer yeah none of us could none of us could rocket at the we're all all at the we're all under six feet dinky dales (laughs) that's an (laughs) idea (laughs) we're all at watching (laughs) so uh Columbo goes out to the room where all the cops are mingling, having their donuts and coffee. And like, hey, excuse me. Anybody here have brown shoes on? And they're like, no, that's company policy. I would kill it. I'd slap a cop in the face if he came in with brown shoes. We wear black oh, shoes. Don't matter. Black. <laughs> Jesus Christ, the Velcro that's happening in this episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so he's like, hmm, okay, that's, that's, that's strange. Uh, uh, can I see with a locker where uh, uh, Mr. Stafford yeah, can He calls be... the janitor. Charlie, get in here. Right. Where is Mr. Stafford's locker? Let's go in there. So they head in there. Columbo uses the pencil to try to open it. Locked. Right. Why is this locker locked? He, lo- he didn't want anybody to steal his stuff. But the place was closed. Why would he have to worry about that? I guess but, this um... Mr. Stafford was a really careful guy, huh? Mm-hmm. Eat Chinese open- food with reckless regard. Right, they, and then they open the locker, and he has his shoes—the brown shoes that are tied. Ooh, remember that, people! Remember that brown soles. And Charlie the janitor nods along. Brown soles, and we get a nice Carl Weathers close-up shot of his hand <laughs> holding that brown shoe. There are so no we- M and M's at Milo's gym. <laughs> no. We're not. And then this is where like they're finishing up, and he's just like, and it's the weirdest stain in his in his uh in his office. He's like, "What stain are you talking about? That rug's only five weeks old." <laughs> no way you could stain it <laughs> carpet for less than five weeks. <sighs> so yeah, so then he goes out to talk to the Emmy, who's examining the body. Right, and this guy looks annoyed that Columbo's talking to him. Old guy, tiny little glasses. So he's not a regular. Yeah, he's not a regular. There okay. is basically no regulars. There's okay. a few. I feel like there's a few cops who are kind of like Columbo's assistant for the episode. They tried. They tried to have. There's been a couple actors that did like one or two, maybe three yeah. episodes, and that's it. But there's no. Yeah. I hate to say it's kind of like the. It's kind of like Jamie's parents on Mad About You. It's just a different pair of actors every time. <laughs> I mean, I thought it worked better. It's a show about Columbo. I don't want a second exactly. one. I want to see Columbo. I mean, yeah, you get, I mean, well, you know, unless the killers let out four times. I remember seeing in reruns, like, in one week, there was two Robert Culp episodes. And I went, you know, the California prison system's fucked. Why does this guy keep getting out? <laughs> Liberals. It's just, we don't. Ah, yes. Right. <laughs> We don't need to see him bounce ideas with an assistant. Like, he talks to strangers. The voices in his folk. head. Uh, yeah. Mrs. Columbo will call him on a payphone that he's walking by. Yeah. Um, or, of course, he talks to the suspect himself or themselves. So right. that's, where, that's where Columbo is. It's not in an assistant. So you can't have one. So he's like, what was it, what's it look like? Yeah. Poison? Well, I guess one of those... Ch- those- Sneaky Chinese people could have put <laughs> something in his food. MSG. You know? You hear of it? MSG. And, 
And they have a nice little racist giggle at that joke. And then he's like, I don't know. We it could he, his windpipe's crushed. It's 180 pounds. Nobody could pick up, not even Robert Conrad could pick up 180 pounds. And then all the cops happen to leave all at once, and Columbo's left in the jail. Well, he, 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 he sets it out. He's like, it could have been a coronary. We don't know. We're going to have to take, you know, oh, okay, okay. examine the body. So Columbo gets a moment alone, and he's looking down at that weight. He's like, I could do 180. <laughs> so, and he tries to, you, like, yeah, go ahead. What, he, what he's thinking is, I got to pad another hour before I bust this guy. <laughs> there we go. That's true. He is pretty confident in himself. So Columbo's gonna go over and try to apparently deadlift it. Yeah, what kind of. I think it's a deadlift. Yeah, it's like know. a deadlift. Yeah, and he does it. He picks it up. Ch- An inch I, and a half. Yeah, but I don't think Peter Falk could have picked up one hundred because it's not one hundred eighty pounds. It's like it's like a hundred pounds. Like he said, Robert Conrad had to have them say one hundred eighty. Right. Yeah. So we know we need a fit man. Yes. Uh, I think that's all we've really gathered here. We need a fit man who had mm-hmm. access to the gym, maybe. Yes, that's, that's all. about all we got. And has brown shoes. And maybe. Well, no, cause, cause, oh yeah, I guess he doesn't know who scuffed the floor. Yeah, yeah. So here we go. We're going over to Milo's house now. Colombo oh, is, boy. of course. Jess, she's just oh. making herself at home in the bikini with the, the, uh, the high heel shoes. Apparently, Matt on. wants to take this one away. <laughs> yeah, yeah go, let me go for it. Step aside, lads. Um, <laughs> I want to I want to point out to the listening audience the actress name is Gretchen Corbett and Great name. Did, did a handful of I mean did a lot of movies and TV and theater probably the thing the most known she was known she was an attorney on the Rockford Files but I have I have I had never seen a cherry print bikini before this episode and I haven't seen one since and that's fine perfection <laughs> right there it was yeah. That he opens, she opens the door, and this is also a rare one. Columbo has a loss of words, mm-hmm. it throws his game off just for a bit. And uh, yeah. so her, you know, her reacting to it is even better, too. It's got to be what eight in the morning because it was 6 30 at, right. at the gym. She's drinking eight yep. in the morning, yeah, <laughs> in a bikini. Hey, you said it, she put tomato, clamato juice, yeah, some clamato, yeah. Ugh, yeah. But I love in his flustered state, she's just like, he, he's like, I'm looking for someone. She's like, it doesn't look like in your, you know what you're looking for. He's, and he's like, I do know Milo Janice. And she's just like, well, I'm his secretary. She just comes right out with that. Oh, I'm just his secretary. I'm here to fuck him. Uh, we we all should have a secretary in a cherry bikini. Right. This is the 70s. This is what happens. Well, what we do. apparently we need to fire Mattingly. Or put Mattingly in a cherry bikini. Well, hey, we'll think about that. We'll think about it, yeah. But, yeah, so he flashes the badge, so she lets him in. Of course. And she's like, well, Milo's out running on the beach right now. He'll right. be He'll be back soon. I keep a slim figure by pouring myself a nice, tall vodka bourbon with Clamato. It, vodka it, and I, Clamato, yeah. That's a, you don't want cool. bourbon and Clamato. That's oof. Call a slimy Mary is what they call it. Slimy Mary. <laughs> they put in they put a nice celery stock in there. It's yeah. the only thing celery's good for to put in your slimy right. Mary. The old Kentucky V eight. Yeah. You mean it's not one of those suburban big city bars where they put, you know, a buffet as your garnish on a bloody oh, Mary nowadays? The last time I went to a Lions game a few years back, that's one of the things they were doing is the Bloody Marys, and you would get like a giant uh Slim Jim in there, and they would do like olives. Yeah. And, because they would make it the straw, the Slim Jim. 
They would God. put the hole in it so you could slurp it through and then eat it. I after. saw it was like it was like a TikTok video. It was a guy at a baseball. I game. I always knew you were a TikToker. You're trying to get up with the Gen this Z. This guy. I wasn't. It wasn't. I wasn't on TikTok. I was actually on Twitter, but it was a TikTok video exactly they put what on. You there. would say I wasn't on TikTok. <laughs> what are you Columboing me, you motherfucker? Yeah, I am, you motherfucker. A guy had a hot dog and he put a straw Nasty. and pushed it through yeah, and he, he made the hot dog into a straw and put it in his beer. <laughs> Did either one of those drinks also have an extra portion of sadness? Yeah. Uh, well, no. the people buying those types of drinks at a football game, you know, I spent a hundred dollars to get in here. I'm gonna spend twenty dollars on a shitty Bloody Mary. Ugh. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I I wonder. I so have... he's got questions. He's like, I gotta ask you something. <laughs> I got a guy who knows him. Swears he's fifty-one years old. She's no, he's he's fifty-three actually. Wow, this this exercise stuff must work because I thought he was thirty five. Incredibly money from the exercise. Yeah, from the exercise. I, right. I, I get that all the time too. People think I'm Griff's younger brother, and I'm That's like, right. no, I'm not. That's right. But, so Milo just happens to walk in that door, and he's looking great. He's got his Adidas tracksuit on. A little no too... costume. His actual ward Robert Conrad's actual wardrobe from home. Nice. Right. I mean, a lot of Peter Falk stuff is. From well, we could home. tell it was the shoes because he had lifts in them, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> running shoes with lifts in them. Very interesting. <laughs> and he probably was feeling especially tiny because Peter Falk is still as tall as him. Yeah. And right. Secretary Jessica is wearing heels, like you mentioned, in a fucking yeah. bathing suit. Right. So right. clearly, he's full, going full Costanza, and he likes a tall lady. Right. I don't think he would because he's so self-conscious about his height. Well, apparently that's something he's keeping. I mean, she she was shut into his house. She wasn't even allowed to go running with him. So, like we say, Co- Kojic, Columbo, he likes to disarm people yeah. by just some chit-chat first. Yep. And he's like, you know, I got to tell you, you saved my marriage. My <laughs> wife... She's usually a happy woman. Right. But there was a couple last year, she got depressed. And when she gets depressed, she eats. Oh, yeah. And we can't have that. She gets, she gets big and fat, doesn't she? Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. Um... Ricotta, lasagna, uh, ooh, I want to take you to Bermuda, Bahama. <laughs> Stop <laughs> quoting the Beach Boys, goddammit. <laughs> I'm with you there. Fuck the Beach Boys. Fuck the Beach Boys. I'd rather I'll not. But yeah, I'm with you, yeah. Um, and then yeah. at the end of that, he's like, well, she was never... And he's like, oh, so she's cured. Well, she yeah. was never exactly thin. Yeah, that was Jessica's addition. Oh, she's thin now. Oh, no, no. Mrs. Columbo is... Oh, I, And he's like well, miming like she's kind of, you know, well, a he's thick like, lady. She's just right. He's like, I'm into the thick ladies. Yeah, and, and he's like, oh, that's just how I like it. Yeah, that's Again. how I like it. So fuck, yeah. yeah. I'm down with Milo also, also did an extra one of, well, anybody can do this if they put their mind to it. Fresh air, exercise, proper diet. I'm like, up yours, Milo. Right. He's doing the whole millennials and their mental issues. Fuck that. Fresh air. Grab a fucking bark. Avocado and toast. Avocado He's toast. like, Colombo, did you come here to tell me about your wife's being fat? What? What? Oh, can you cut to the chase? Sir, you're right. It's, I'm just so nervous to tell you this. Again, with the disarming. He's a homicide detective. He's like, but, I hate to give you this bad news. He also said before, he's like, you know, you're talking soybeans and wheat germ. I, oh, I yeah. like a bowl of chili and a rare steak. That's the audience. That's the food of the audience. Yeah. Right. What? What oh, is chili. it with the Rest 70s steak. being like chili? The worst food you can put in your body. 
no, no. no. Cincinnati is... chili is the worst food you can put. In yes, your body. no. Cincinnati chili is the worst food. Is there period. Like a cheese on it or something? That's the spaghetti cheese noodle. Cheese spaghetti and, and onions. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. I, I, I love spaghetti. I love chili. Don't necessarily I need them together. Yeah, no, you no. put that but on that's the That's not a chocolate peanut Lafayette butter situation. Closed down. Correct. Well, because they had rat droppings yeah. everywhere. Like, Kayla actually went there. I think, are they officially closed down? Yeah, they got closed down for a while. I don't know if they'll be able to open back they'll, up. They'll be open back. Kayla, it's, it's an institution. Going over there like a month ago, and she was like, it was disgusting. Yeah, it always has been. I went down. You've to been the, to Lafayette, right? Yeah. So long yeah. as the turds are organic, it's okay. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's just an extra spice to the chili. But yeah. So horrifying experience, apparently. I, I mean, but wait, but hey, hey, if you're ever in Detroit, you go to Lafayette. You don't go to America. No, you, you don't. Go to Lafayette. Like Lafayette's closed, so just don't get a Coney yet either. <laughs> yes. Because don't go to American. Right. Anyways, <laughs> we were talking we, about we, we get, G- we get the bad killer acting from Milo. Oh yeah, because he's doing the reveal now. He's saying, "Yeah, your associate Gene uh, is dead." And he covers his face and turns away from the camera again. He's got those right. thick ass fingers. I can't imagine <laughs> the holes he has to put into his bowling ball. Jessica's with you on that. Yep. <laughs> God damn it, man. Over here with the goddamn GoPros. <laughs> like, so, so, so uh, he starts working his alibi. Yeah. I told, him not, I told him not to do too much. And it was, it was also senseless. And yeah. Right. Was, we, you don't work out after eating a big Chinese meal. We all know that. I, I think what he immediately says is, was it a heart attack? I bet it was a heart attack. He's been going way too hard. So he immediately tries to throw him off the path by suggesting he doesn't know what it is, thinking it's a heart attack. He just wants the quick results. Right. And oh, yeah, that's right. He was Quick results. Right. And Columbo's like, well, we haven't figured it out yet what happened to him, but you know, I, I'm, I'm, I might be back for some more questions later. So he... He shakes uh, Milo's hand and notices that oh, coffee yeah. burn on his yeah. hand. Yep. He's like, hey, what what happened with that? Oh, I, I burned myself on hot water when I was shaving this morning. Yeah, likely story. And, of course, Colombo smells like that fresh brew in the morning. And he's like, oh, yeah, I, I had a burn just like that recently. Coffee poured it on myself. Klutz. Like all right, games, <laughs> and then he goes to walk out. But just yes. one more thing. Just one more uh, thing. Oh, good. Where Take can... a drink every time you got one more thing. <laughs> yeah, there's quite a few of them in here. Where can I find Gene's lovely wife? Well, they've been uh, separated for the past few yeah, months. Yeah, Columbo's like, I went to Gene's uh, house. His wife wasn't. Oh, they've been separated for months. Right. All this stress over, you know, this this. Uh, gym thing and you know she's over at the beverly hills hotel or whatever some some apartment buildings and we head straight over there and this is where the foley work starts to drive well no he goes just one more thing oh how did how did you two meet did did you ask how uh milo and gene meet was that already here it says right here oh he's like he's like oh my friend buddy we met at a party you know so now that now now buddy becomes part of the this was when he was talking to ruth it's right here. Also showing snuff westerns. <laughs> this yeah. is when they talk to Ruth. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, what's Don't use my own now, notes against me. It's probably now 10 a.m. Ruth is a mess. Oh, yes. Yeah. She's way more drunk than she, she's eating, drinking the vodka without the Clamato. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's going, well, she's morning. 
her late husband <laughs> that she was divorced from. Yeah. Right. Um, I feel yeah. Well, you mourn in the morn, and uh, I feel like this is pretty common for for victims in Colombo just drinking all hours of the day. I feel like that's how they show pain in the world yeah. of Colombo. That's what that's what adults did back then. You drank and you smoked. You just drank and smoked. It, she does. You drink. bottled up all your anger and smoke. So yeah. we do head straight over there, and yeah. this is where we learn okay. about Buddy and everything. And then, yeah, he, he asked, like, was there anything going on? She's like, he was pissed off about me or Milo. That's yeah. all it was. His life was, like, because he was like, is Gene frustrated about anything? Oh, yeah, Milo and me. We were both on his ass all the time. It makes sense he divorced me. And he's like, well, then how, how, did, uh, how did he meet Milo? We met him at, at a party by his, his friend, uh, Milo's friend, Buddy. It's like, oh, hmm. interesting. And then he, bring, he brings up the name Lace. Where did he see Lace? It was on his calendar, right? Yeah. Uh, Gene's calendar. Yeah. Name, I see this name Lacey. Lacey. That's it. I don't know. Is that a woman? Is that a man? And she's like, well, it could be Louis Lacey. Right. Not, not too sure. It's like, okay, ma'am. Thank you. Have a nice day. So he goes straight back to Milo's place. Yep. Milo lives in a beautiful palatial estate on uh, a beach. What do we think? At 1130 now? Yeah, I think this is also the moment I think Conrad says to the to the director, you know what, just put a single shot, I'll jump in the ocean, I'll come out, I'll do push-ups, I can do everything in one yes, day. Yes, that was the most obnoxious part. He started doing push-ups when he came out of the yeah, ocean. Yeah, you didn't like the look jog of jog on the beach. Yeah, yes. jogging on the beach. Making Kojak, uh, Kojak, Columbo in his dress shoes run on the beach with him. By the way, I'm glad you brought that. If, if this was a Kojak episode, he'd have just, you know, pimp slapped him within 10 minutes in the episode right he like i'm on to you you creep mm-hmm. but colombo's got to play the other route he's gonna right. be like impressed and be like oh my god milo you're so good and also the colombo thing of uh humming or whistling this old man as he's going to confront yep. the killer oh i didn't oh, know that yeah yep. and there's always there's it's, it's either in the score or he's whistling it or he's humming it there's some variation of this old man I, I don't know exactly where it comes from, but that that was a that might have, that I think that was a Peter Falk choice. I'm pretty sure it was. He just likes yeah. them. He took the character, made it his own. So, like you said, we're on the beach. Uh, Conrad's getting a shot of him just fucking working the shit out. He's got his great tan. He's got that gold onk. He's got these tiny little trunks on to show off his legs and making him look. Taller. He's on his tippy toes. He is on his tippy to, toes, yeah. and he makes sure that the camera shot doesn't show that his heels are off the ground right so he is towering over colombo and he's like well we can't do this forced perspective forever let me do some push-ups <laughs> and so colombo is trying to like figure out how to talk to him and this is a good little scene here too where colombo's like trying to get down in a slav squat but he can't do it because colombo is completely out of shape all that chili and rare steaks and cigars yeah. and cigars yeah. those things right. will kill you they'll kill you all right that's, that's, yep <laughs> so it's like, what? What do you think about Gene order? You said he's a madman when it comes to exercise. All of a sudden, yeah. Would he really order a gigantic Chinese buffet and eat that before he worked out? You know, you get cramps doing that, right? And you know, he's like, no, that doesn't make any sense at all. And you said that he was following your program, and in your program, you say not to work out. You know, thirty minutes after you eat because of the cramping. It's like, well. He was trying to just get things done. Gene yeah, had a way. 
Go ahead. I'm sorry. Columbo does the thing of complimenting him. You know, the, the, his book is great, and you know, you, you know what you're doing. And then, and then, of course, Milo kind of counters by doing what a, a lot of the killers do. And this is go off on a tangent, and in this yep. case, runs away from Columbo and says, "Keep yeah. up." Yeah. Filibuster, and then just, hey, I would love to answer your questions, but I got to go for a run. You, why don't you ask me questions while I'm running? And then this, they they run up to his his house. This is the most insecure man scene yes. I've ever seen. Uncomfortable watching this scene. <laughs> right, it it is really cringy. He you know, you, know, you know, every one of his sports cars don't have a muffler, so they can hear him coming down the road. That's right. If he was living in modern times, he didn't have an F four fifty. And he's sitting on a phone book in his oh yeah his muscle car. <laughs> And yeah. so he leaps into a pool, swims across it, yep. starts hitting the speed bag. Oh my god! Flexing god. like a like furiously flexing those pecs and oh, those yeah. biceps. Even when he got the jump rope, he stood on it first so we could really like pull it up and flex hard. Yeah, he's he's feeling it. And Columbo getting the sand out of his shoes, trying right. to catch his breath. Right. That's the best when he's when he's trying to talk to Milo and he's putting his shoes behind his back to dump sand in the yeah. pool area. <laughs> and he's asking him questions while he's having issues with his shoelace. His shoelace broke. Yeah. And he's like shoelaces? Trying... <laughs> that won't come into play later. Right. On. Right. Right. And so he's like, he's like, and like Milo's like, you need some shoelaces? I can give you some. No, 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 that's okay. No, sir, no, sir. I just wanted to ask you about your colleague, Buddy. I've gone ahead and done some research on Buddy, and it seems that he's got a pretty checkered past. And of course, my pants. yeah, in his pants. Oh yeah, he's got pants a checkered and pants. pants. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> got checkered. Get it? Give it with the Velcro over here. <laughs> so he does have a checkered pet, and Milo's just like, so we did a little bit of time. It's no big deal. He's still a good guy. And he's like. Sir, he embezzled a million dollars. He frauded a thousand different people. He's in league with uh, Bern. What, what was the Jackie Madoff? Was that a guy? Bernie Madoff. Bernie Jackie Madoff. Madoff. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he's, he's like, he's like, I was happy to give Buddy a break. Buddy is as honest as I am. I'm like, yeah, and you you rooted for Lance Armstrong. Up yours. Right. He's <laughs> like, have you heard of a man named Ponzi? He worked with them. <laughs> All right. yeah. Lance Armstrong on drugs for America. <laughs> well, and and eventually, what happens with certain killers is that he finally just looks at Columbo, and goes, "Why are you here?" And that yeah. that's kind of the verbal brushback, and yeah. Columbo's ready to defend. And we always get this in every single episode. We get the the perp finally being like. You're asking me a lot of questions. You shouldn't be. And they turn from being friendly, I'm just talking to the cops, no yep. big deal, to what are you doing here? Yeah. And so and then, and then Colum- he, he brings him over to, uh, yeah, because Columbo brings up the scuff marks and he tries to do another uh, distraction by opening up his giant ass antique dresser with mirrors and enough. It was like a Judy Garland pill fat. <laughs> his health bar. Right, he's like, yeah, and you're right. It was probably around eleven thirty, twelve. Like, you've had lunch today yet, Columbo? <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. And he gets out the juice, and Columbo takes it. This is some strange orange juice, carrot juice. juice. And he's like, and here's your lunch, Columbo. Hands him like six pills. Yeah, some quaaludes. Yeah. Like some you get poppers. You, you get it all. You get to eat along <laughs> with me. And he's like, oh yeah. He just <laughs> slams all the pills, slams the carrot juice. He's like, it's good for you. Actually, no, he doesn't because there's a joke. He he sets him aside. Yeah, Columbo sets him yeah. aside. 
Yeah. I was saying, yeah, Milo fucking chugs them all. Oh, but yeah, it's perfect because he brings up the scuff mark, but he's doing it in that aloof way where he's like, I don't know, these scuff marks, my superiors, they're just telling me I got to look into them. No big deal. Furniture. So he's even saying, my uncle had a piece of furniture just like this, always bringing his family for the misdirect again. That's right. Uh, So Milo, of course, is going to play dumb because now, you know, he's... Uh, Columbo had further explained the scuff marks just doesn't make sense. Brown scuffs, you know, yeah, he had, brown, he had shoes, brown shoes, but the yeah. brown shoes were in the locker. How did the scuffs get on there? And was like, yeah, how did the scuffs get on there? You think there was uh, a struggle? Yeah, oh yeah. no, there couldn't have been a struggle. That doesn't make any sense, Columbo. And then Sorry. Miles, like, but wait, I remember him, didn't he have his gym clothes on? Yeah, with his sneakers. There's no way he could have left scuff marks. Right. And I think Columbo's looking at Milo going, I, I, I'm going to bring up this shoelaces in about 40 minutes, you asshole. <laughs> so he, so uh, he's like, Milo gets a call. Yeah. So Columbo did the, he also does this thing all the time where he gives him his line of reasoning. I mean, why the scuff marks? Was he running? Was he accosted? And that's where Milo just substituted with, he's in his gym clothes. Doesn't make sense. But yeah, Milo gets his call. And uh, Columbo notices that one of the lights on it is out. Always noticing these things. So hmm, he, he files that away in his brain, and he heads over to this Lacey character's uh, former job. Right, and this is where we get one of your favorite comedic bits of the I episode. I loved it because I just turned my brain off. I didn't write any notes because this was such a waste of time scene. Yep, filler. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, it- it does go. It does go on a bit, but there's there's yeah. two moment. There's two parts of the scene I actually kind of like. Oh no, I like. I scene. like the beginning where he walks in with his cigar not lit. Yep. And a guy's like, "Uh, excuse me. Yeah. You're gonna have to put that out. It's like it's not lit. Uh, company policy: no cigars. So he puts it in the little ashtray next to the elevator. Goes right. up to the desk. There's some snooty broad work in there. Yeah. He needs a cherry bikini she, badly because <laughs> it'll loosen her up. Really? That's the kind of office you would run, Matt? Everybody in cherry bikinis? Wouldn't you? We got a regular Matt Hefner here, people. Mm. When oh, are you going to have I'm a... Ro- that, I'm not that old and skeevy. <laughs> when, <laughs> when are you going to have a roller boogie up a jama party? Yeah. Oh, me and Wayland Flowers. Yeah. I, yeah I know, please, never do Star 80. Never, never, never do Star 80. So the whole thing is Columbo is trying to talk to her, and she's being very just, like, responsible. Light to a point. Yeah, yeah, right. So she's just responding with one-word answers. She's one of these millennials, Griff. She believes computers are the answer to everything. That's right. Columbo is all about human contact. Right. Columbo is all about talking, all about, uh, you know, getting friendly with people, talking about his family for some reason. And she's just like, yep, I'll get that for you, and puts the automated typewriter the on The slowest it. printer, even by 70 standards. Yeah. It's- and this scene- I, think, I, think if, I think if Kojak confronted her, she would clutch her pearls and say, well, I'd never. Right. She, well, she would be like, take me to bed. He's like, yeah. later, baby. <laughs> had lunch today. <laughs> and they pulls out some pills. And then right. undresses, and she's so in a cherry So we get the, the old 1970s prints. It's like taking forever. It's, got, it's, it's basically printing out Lacey's Wikipedia page. It's got everything. Yeah, it's everything. You know? And, it, it, I mean, it's a good scene. I like it's that. A, it's, it's a very, uh, 
scene about the times we live in where it's very intrusive on his life, his whole life story. Yeah. Why does his business need to know that he paid for three abortions? Way, know, it doesn't matter. It's way too much information. <laughs> they got his favorite lunch spots in there. They got his Correct. spouses in there. He's got uh, his estranged wife from the other side of the country. Like, way a lot. And Columbo and the audience were watching this for like eight minutes as this thing's putting out. Columbo's getting frustrated. He's walking, ma'am, I just need, you can wait. It's on the sheet. And he's looking right. at the sheet, and we're the zooming computer in. computer doesn't we're, lie. Yeah. He's like, I just need a phone number. And she's like, no, 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 no. You just wait. So he finally gets it. And he walks over the phone. And it was like literally like two pages, but it took like eight minutes to yeah. print this shit out. And it was like double-spaced on top of it. And he calls up the number, and we hear Lacey on the other side. Hello, this is Louis Lacey. And Columbo just starts With talking. an L-E. With an L-E. <laughs> And he just starts talking at him. And then he keeps talking. Lewis Lacey does. It's a recording. What? So just store that in your brain recorder. Right. So he goes to leave and grabs that cigar. This is probably, probably cost a dollar. Yeah. You know? Walks I into it. Oh, go ahead. No, you're not going to let that cigar go to waste. Screw yeah, that. Right. Security he, guy. He, wasn't, he didn't even light it yet. It's a brand <laughs> new cigar. And we know Columbo's true to the hobo chic uh, attitude. He, he's a dumpster diver. That's so right. He has no problem. He has no problem grabbing shit out of the trash. Yeah. He picks up some blotted up bubble gum, puts yeah. that in his mouth. Though. For some right. reason, he walks into the elevator. Doors are about to close. He stops him, walks out, looks around, and then walks back in. Well, no, they did the gag where he went in the elevator and it closed and it opened and he thought it was on, still on the same floor, so he thought he was on another floor. Oh. That was the gag. Oh, yeah. okay. I yeah. didn't understand that. I thought it was some huge fucking meanie. You're telling me he just slipped his mind for a second? So now Ruth is on her 50th highball of the day. Still playing piano. Right. right. And she gets a visit from... Louis Lacey. Just so happens. Or as, and, as I wrote down, Mo Rocca's dad. I was getting a Doc from Love <laughs> Boat good. vibe off the guy That's myself. That's pretty good, too. Yeah, 70s glasses wearing that guy. Yeah. And he taught, he was like, I'm so happy. I, I got terminated from my job. I was so glad your husband gave me this job looking into these finances that he's doing. And I came up with some some interesting things. I can't. I know something's going on, but I can't pinpoint what it is. But there's some shady business going on. I know Gene was telling me all about some kind of overseas companies. You wouldn't happen to have any more information on that, anything. Oh, no, me and Gene, we've been gone for, separated for too long. I don't, I don't quite know. Well, I feel really guilty about continuing this search because you're paying me and I got nothing. Well, I'm going to keep paying you. Just... Keep looking into the overseas stuff. See if you can find anything. And she leaves them with all of her notes. Yes. Now, Columbo, he's got to talk with Buddy. He's got another lead. And uh, he's asking him about where were you at the time of this party. Right. Cop work, establishing the timeline when uh, uh, Gene got killed. And this is the guy who was being really snooty with Columbo. And so we get to see the other side of Columbo. Where he, like, sets him straight? Yeah, where he's just stern. He's not joyous. He's not, you know, telling about his family. He's not taking calls from his wife. The two of them are just very stern with each other. And Bud isn't happy to be talking with them. Establishes a timeline. I was with this broad. Her name is such and such. It's German. And we went to uh, uh, 
Milo's place at, you know, 645 or whatever, and that's where we are. We were watching some German scat porn, and, you know. You wouldn't be into it. I can tell you're not into that kind of thing. Yeah. And he's like, okay, well, you got me. Just one more thing. Did you have any stock in Janus Industries? A little bit. Do you know a man by... Yeah. Do you know a man by the name of Louis Lacey? No, never heard of him. Mm. So he drives off. my time with these foolish questions. (laughs) So... Uh, Columba goes back to uh, the main uh, office buildings of Janice Industries to talk with Jess, and she's at her desk. And he's like, wow, I couldn't help but notice that gigantic fucking recording system you have here. Right. Just so happened a call came in, and so he notices her open the drawer, and he just does a Columbo lean over the desk and looking down at it. It's good. He's only got one eye, so it makes sense he'd have to look close. Right. And he's he's like, is it? It's his right eye, right? That's glass eye? I don't remember. Okay. I believe so. And so he's like, can you play that for me? I'd like to hear what this is. And then she plays a call that she just took, and lo and behold, it's Ruth. Yeah. And and he's just like... uh, She's trying to get a hold of Gene, wants to know where he's at. She needs to have a conversation with him. And Columbo is listening to the tape, and he's just like, wow. Does she always sound like my (laughs) sister-in-law? She always a little smashed? (laughs) And it's so like, good. yeah. Well, are you going to mention what the issue you had with Ruth's scenes? Oh, God, the fucking ice cubes? <laughs> yeah, you cut me off before. Fucking Foley work in this movie. Every time we see Ruth, like we said, she is going high ball all day. And she fills that glass with ice cubes, apparently. And it sounds like she's sloshing them around on a fucking shaker, like a, like a cocktail shaker. Or a maraca. <laughs> and yeah. so every fucking scene is just... <laughs> and when she sets the glass down, it sounds like a fucking hurricane hit the table or something. Just the table. It was Ruth? so frustrating. Ruth wants to rock you like a hurricane. <sighs> Is that that was probably the cocktail she was drinking? I call this a Ruth you like a hurricane. No, she was drinking the scorpions. That's what it was. There we go. <laughs> so now Colombo asks Jess about the evening, her where she was doing, and when Gene called, and when Milo arrived home, and where he took the call, all the shit that you would if you were a cop, right? Yeah. And she's like, he's asking, well, when Gene took the the call, like, how did he respond to you answering the phone? Like normal. So you always answer the phone at uh, Milo's house? Gene wasn't, Gene wasn't surprised by that? And yeah, she's taken back by that. She's like, well, no, he yeah, wasn't he, very surprised about uh, it at all. Yeah, I'm not supposed to answer the phone. I'm just his side bitch. You know? I'm, I'm not loud. <laughs> but Columbo likes her, so he's going to let her off easy. A little. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, he knows to tighten the screws on her because it's going to squeeze out some answers later. And That's so right. he follows up with, so how many times have you been at Janice's? She's like, well, that was the first time. And she stayed overnight. Yeah. And she didn't leave very, it took her a while to get out of that house. So yeah. interesting. And Columbo files up and she, she's beside herself. She's, willing, she's like on that drug, the truth telling drug. So now she's just answering all of his questions. Uh, Milo has two phone, two phone lines in his house, doesn't he? That's right. 
do you know what what line the phone number came in on? Because he has an O one number and he has an O two number. She's like, I, I just don't know. And I call him, I was like, all right, ma'am, I can see that. I'll let myself out. And then she goes, it was the O two number. Thank did the, you. Did the light go off? And she's like, as a matter of fact, it didn't. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Cut to seafood restaurant. It's the healthiest food you can yep. have. Tons of mercury. Tons Good of mercury. for you. Well, not back in the 70s, right? Oh, yeah. It's it, 70s. Except for the wine, which has empty calories. <laughs> right. And she's having, of course, a Ruth on the Rocks. And, <laughs> and is Ruth, she's... She's basically taking the role of Jean now and wanting to know what's going on because she now she owns the the uh, yeah the, she is a, she yeah apparently it was in her name afterwards so now she's running Jean's Health Spa right and of course Milo's like well you don't want to bother yourself with that and she's like well I'll get an accountant and maybe he'll look into the books and you know just get this all sorted out for me and I find, I kind of like the idea of being an, a single independent entrepreneur woman and it's like. This is the 70s. You're a woman. You can't even get a credit card on your own. Look at you. You're on your 18th Ruth on the Rocks today. I'll buy it for you. For pennies on the dollar. Stress isn't good for you, Ruth. Yeah. (laughs) And he's just like, calm down, baby. Calm down. Here, have another Ruth on the Rocks. He's making it himself. Right. Have another cigarette. That'll help your complexion. Maybe you need to come over to my place and relax. I can give you a full body massage. Yeah, he's, he grabs before on. before that, she says that she was going to run and run it herself and get her own accountant, and Milo wouldn't like that. And then, yeah, he's he's he does the bullshit about maintaining quality and eventually ask her to his place. And I got to say, all right, he might be a murderer, he might be an asshole, but he's he's a attractive man. Yeah. And her yeah. husband was not an attractive. Man. Yeah, so I, she on just, the sweets and scale zero. Right, Robert Conrad at least a seven or eight. He's at least a seven or eight. And like so, and she hasn't been with a man in months because they've been estranged. Right, that's right. And, and so, I would take it, Ruth. Apparently, those roots on the rocks are uh, killing her sex drive because she is not seeing the beach. She's is, there, is there a thing such as whiskey vagina? Can you have that? Uh, yeah. Whiskey puss? Yeah. <laughs> Whiskey oh. puss. I believe that's the medical term oh. for it. I thought that was the Western snuff film they were watching. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so she does put the screws to him, and that's why he tries to persuade her with the sex, is because she's saying that oh. Gene was on to you. Coxmog. Coxmog. That's what he's going for. Yeah. Ah. And so she's pushing on it. She's like green suppliers. Uh, and she starts naming off some of the other uh, companies that were under his name that were he was fixing prices on. And he's like, look, what Gene knew and what Gene can prove were two very different things. Right. And she's like, are you threatening me? He's like, oh, I ain't saying anything like that. So she walks out. Uh, well, she, we, does the, she does the wine toss to the face. Yep. Oh, yeah. And then the hot that's, our sweet, that's a common theme today. We yep. had somebody get a drink in their face. In that's right. I was confusing earlier. it for that for a second yeah. there. But in this scene, the hot waiter comes over, waitress, I should say, <laughs> and Conrad looks up with her with those beautiful blues. He's just like, did you see my onk? Yeah. Do you well, he just took a Viagra. He's not wasting that pill. Those are like two bucks those. a piece. You have so to wait for like, that shit to kick in, too. I got to use so. his erection on somebody. Right, exactly. He's yeah. like, I wasn't sure if it was going to work. It's definitely working. I see. Nice I mean, I don't need it. I just take it just I, to see what it's I, like. Yeah, I just like people to ride it for two hours. Yeah. I can go two hours straight. Can you? 
You're Waitress, can you move this table so I can stand up? <laughs> <laughs> he would say that. He they probably would. You had... go, would you like to measure it? I mean, he's just totally like, enough. Well, it's the One biggest of companies is five foot five industries. Five point five in inch industries. <laughs> From the ground up. <laughs> there you go. Call back. Next morning, Milo is back at his gym. He's got Buddy there. Of course, they're going to meet up because they got a. They're Milo thinks that he's getting away with everything. He's trying to just kind of go about his business as usual. So he's like, "You got to get Parker on the line. We're sealing that deal." Parker from Pasadena. Parker from Pasadena. Wow, yeah, he is cocky. Yeah, and Bud's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, wait! You're not going to believe this." That fucking Colombo guys. We here. got a problem. Oh, we don't have any problems. No, we got a real sweaty problem. <laughs> and that sweaty problem is Colombo, who's. <laughs> it's the best. There's no quality to this treadmill. It's literally a treadmill that's nothing to grab onto but a bungee cord that's holding Colombo in place. It's an analog uh, treadmill. He was. It was foot pedaled. <laughs> And he had to have the extension cord on him because it just, it can't just stop itself. It's going to keep going, you know. Okay. Kind of wish they had the belt. They used to have those vibrating machines with the yep. giant belt. It looked like it looked like yeah. the basis of a championship belt, and and have that around Colombo. Yeah, but they didn't have that. Yeah, that was a that was the state of the art quality quality of his workout thing. They had the big what is it? You always see him in those old movies too. It's like a big like steam box. You're like in a mm. box, your neck is just sticking out. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, medicine ball that you throw at each other. <laughs> yeah. and... Hey, the ball, medicine yeah. ball is legit. I like yeah. the medicine and ball. Then, uh, yeah, you're like a sauna and a steam bath so you can eh, eh, each other. And... Yeah. <laughs> so Milo, of course, is coming over and Columbo's telling him, you changed my life, sir. Everything about me is different. I notice I've only been at it for, you know, 20 minutes, but my whole attitude towards life is completely positive now i've gave up the chili i've given up the cigars yeah all gone and milo's like great i have work to do yeah. Right, so he yeah so, yeah they're at gene's place so he's like looking through gene's files to find out what he knew or oh, didn't it was know. at gene's place yeah okay so he's looking at that and colombo just follows them into the office right yeah and he's, he, he's he, got questions about the weight yeah, he's like, yeah, they, they they said it was 180 pounds. Not many people could. I mean, I know you could. You could probably lift 250 pounds. I mean, you're a beast of a oh, man. Oh yeah. He's I like, t- well, I could, but a, a, you know, a lot of people in this gym could lift that much weight. So, what are you getting at, Columbo? No, nothing, nothing. I'm just saying. It's just, it's, it's very strange. Gene took off his dress shoes without untying them. Yep. And, and then just, Milo, yeah, Milo doesn't appreciate the impression that he knows more, and Columbo just goes, "Is that the impression I'm giving?" and and apologizes. Yeah, yeah. He, yep. he's he always does a thing like when he knows when it's time to snare his trap, and when it isn't, he's always just like, "Oh, I'm sorry, my superiors. You know, they just have to have these loopholes tied off." <laughs> so he uh, Columbo's like, "I'll excuse myself. You know, just." One more, thing. One more thing. There is a pretty large window for you, isn't there? I mean, you left here at, uh, what was it, 6 o'clock when Jessica last saw him? Yeah, something like that. So you, la- you were last seen by Jessica at 6 o'clock, and you traveled to Parker Auto. It's like, uh, yeah. It's like, oh, 
Okay, that's interesting. So then you didn't get home until 8 o'clock? I think that was it. We got back to his house. Well, he establishes, I went there, and it was closed. He doesn't establish. Oh, yeah, he does establish that right there. And he's like, oh, okay, interesting. Yeah, And I just turned around and went back home. Right. And so Columbo's like, okay, okay. And Milo, of course, is getting aggressive with them. And so Columbo's like, I'm sorry, it's just the superiors. You you get it. His hands are tied. Right, hands are tied, you know, superiors. I just got to close off, you know, a couple of these loopholes and report back to them. These aren't even my questions. So then, uh, you know, he fills out the whole story. Parker's trying to buy, you know, a franchise, so I have to do this business because, you know, I'm a businessman. I got to do the business. And so Columbus like, okay, I get it. I'm sorry. You know, I'll, uh, I'll get this squared off and everything. And so Columbo leaves, and Milo starts to exit. And then Columbo on the great. other side of the door is waiting and fucking uh, blindsides him again. Because that's what, that's what you do when you hang out in front of the guy's locker room, just waiting for some dude to come out into the hallway. Right. And it's just all, like, 80-year-old guys with, you know, fat and naked. Right. Air blow dragon. Yeah. Right. And so Columbo hits him with another just one more thing. You know, Mrs. Uh, Stafford came down to headquarters today and was making some crazy accusations about how your business practices and this Lewis Lacey's got some kind of research about, you know, uh, some malpractice happening between your companies. And Milo, of course, is like, I have, I have nothing to do with any of this. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, you he, can talk to my lawyer. Yeah, yeah. He that's that's the next step is when when the killer says you have to talk to my attorney. He's the killer's up against the ropes. Right, right. So Colombo gets a call that Mrs. Stafford's in the hospital. Yeah. So he goes to meet her. She's still drinking. It's crazy. She's got an IV of Ruth on the rock. <laughs> you can hear the rattling of the ice cubes in that IV bag. So loud. Yeah. It drove Griff nuts. It's like Hans Zimmer did the, the Foley work for this. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know why. Uh, why did they give her a glass uh, IV drip bag? Because it's, yeah. I don't know, it's Ice can't rattle on plaster. Easter. I don't know. It's, it's, it's just classier, though. Right? It is just classier. So, so the implication is, is that Milo poisoned her? Is that what we're supposed to think? Uh, or she just a drunk and just had like alcohol poisoning? Right. I think there is a drunk thing. Okay. Yeah, because there was talk of her taking some kind of pills, but I mean, if she's trying to fall asleep, as we learned uh, Wednesday in our uh, Raw Deal episode, just two bottles of champagne will put you right to sleep. Right. That's what Arnold tells us. Yeah. And uh, so he just just leaves her. Yeah, Columbo's just like, okay, you're fine, whatever. There's not a whole lot of information to get here, just that, you know, there's possibly that she got poisoned. Who's got a lot of pills hanging around? Mm. You know, mm. who's always offering people pills and drinks? Mm. You and know, advice. Yep. and advice. Yes, that'll kill you. So he goes out in the waiting room. He notices Milo there. Of course, Milo probably ran there to figure out what Ruth knows and doesn't know. There yep. could have been a moment where he handed her the pills and drink and said, "This won't kill you." Get it? Because oh. he's always telling people this will kill you. Oh yeah, yeah, I got that. Okay, waiting room. Yeah, it's great. This, this is great. Is that, as we mentioned earlier, this is one of the few times that Columbo lets his dander just show, kind of shows his true colors for, and 
complete disdain for this guy. Well, somebody almost died, you right. know, so yeah, he takes right. it seriously. And he is not too kind, Columbo, to crocodile tears, because Milo shows up, oh, is Mrs. Stafford okay? It's like, what do you, why would you care? What do you care? Like, ooh, that's a, that's a kick to the balls. And he's like, well, I, I care about her. She, she, I like her. Yeah. And Columbo just throws it all in his face. You know, Mr. Janice, I went down to Parker Auto, and they've been open every day for the last month until 9 p.m. Very interesting. Well, I, I didn't see his car, so I figured he was gone for the day. So then I turned around. So he's got it covered. And then yeah. he pulls out a cigar as an extra fuck you and asks the guy next to him for a light. Right. And then Milo hits, hits him back with, so I guess your fitness program's over. You know what, sir? It is over for now. Yep. It's, so He's like, you're, he calls Columbo a devious man, and his response right. is, that's what they tell me. You want to say oh, that to somebody in real life. Right. Oh, he is so devious. Good. He is, yeah. It's so good. And so, you know, Milo doesn't want to sit around to hear all this. And so he gets up and he's getting ready to leave. And he's like, you know, my alibi is airtight. You got nothing on me. So tight as the shirt. Right? (laughs) So Milo takes off. And Columbo is getting ready to leave when he spots a mom tying her son's shoes. Yeah. What's so... What's, what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> so we follow Milo back to his office, and he gets a call. And it's Gene. What? But Gene's dead. How can that be? He immediately recognizes the ruse and heads out to Jessica's desk where there's Columbo. Just chilling out with that gigantic tape deck with the phone receiver up against it. Could you imagine? Columbo would have had Watergate figured out very quickly. Oh, yeah. He'd break G. Gordon Liddy like nothing. Right. Right. And so Columbo is just full on like, yes, yeah, sir, I can tamper with these tapes. Like, no, I can you... do whatever the fuck I want. Right. You know he's, why? He's like, no, you absolutely can't. You need to have a warrant <laughs> right here. Fucking. He just dropped the Can you do whatever out. you want if you have a warrant? I thought it was just you could search The fact that he has the warrant ready, it's kind of like when a Karen goes up to a manager and says, I want to speak to the manager, and you can go, I am the manager. Ooh, yeah. We don't don't call them Karens on this show. We call them Helens. They're Helens. I'm sorry. You too, bitch. It's okay. It's a a new one. We haven't shrimped it into your brain yet. (laughs) You have what? Shrimped it into your brain. (laughs) Leave my brains out of it. If you think that's a weird fetish, wait till you hear Raw Deal. We got a whole new one. Yep, we've discovered a whole new one. (laughs) We had to go into the This Is My Life A and E bio bio documentaries. Oh God. Okay. All right. So we're in the the home stretch. This is where it breaks the the guy finally. Yeah, best part of the show. Kojak is and a Kojak. I'm sorry, Columbo. Yeah. I got Kojak on the brain. Really sorry, Kojak sitting on I'm, Milo's shoulders, just bitch slapping him for an hour and a half. I just want to announce this is my last show with Griff. I'm going to do a show called Talk and Telly, where I'm just going to chronologically <laughs> go through all Kojak. Oh. I still get to produce it and edit it and yes. set it out. You have to do all the grunt work. And True. Murray said he wants to cut in lots of audio, and he's not right. Write and down I need where. somebody to talk to because you know I need to react off somebody. So. And I need to look better against somebody. Right. So, Griff, you're in. <laughs> I'm still in? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, Matt, Columbo wanna... props his feet up on the desk, and he's ready to break them down. All right. And he pulls out those tiny little scissors, and he's like, sir, it was genius what you did here. You spliced the tape. 
He's like, God, oh, wait, those, those tiny little scissors fit Milo's hands. Of course they, <laughs> of course they do. Trump-like hands. Trump-like. That's right. He actually wears clothes from the the child's uh, area. <laughs> He's got Milo, all the best clothes and scissors and hands. Yeah. Milo, of course, did try to say anyone could use those scissors, and Colombo tries to put his fingers in him. He's like, No, sir. <laughs> if the no. scissors fit. <laughs> You must have quit. Wow. Very good. <laughs> so, so Columbo, of course, is having his moment of telling him how he did it. And, you know, he brings up, well, you went there at night because, you know, there wasn't an alarm trip or anything. You had a key to Mr. Gene's office and all right. that. So you let yourself in. You accosted him in the ping pong championship room. You dragged him out. He did this, he did that. And Milo's just like, you can't prove any of this. And he's like, oh, you're right. How do I make this shoe fit? Whips out the uh, sworn statement. Oh, oh, oh he sh- doesn't he show him the shoe first? Yeah, he shows him the shoe first. And he starts going through this whole fucking charade of the shoes. And Murray got invested in this yes i was like i'm gonna check if what he's saying is true so i tied my own shoe and he's fucking right this is a gruda film of shoelace tying right if you are right-handed you always put the loop on the big toe side and man that that segment could be shown to you know like preschool children at class as far as how to tie your shoes my goodness and colombo definitely peter falk has that soothing voice i think it would work well for children they probably would learn how to tie a shoe from uh peter falk here and how to nail a killer Right, and he's showing the pictures of his feet at the time, and he and you know he's showing his own shoe, and he's like he's going through the whole fucking rigmarole it's, again, like the the printing out Louis Lacey's information. It takes time; they're really slowly going through it, but they're really going through it. And hits but, him with a, now. Here's the interesting point, and then points out you know your hand and the shoe and the relation to that. Yeah. It's so good. So it basically reveals that the way that Gene's uh, shoes were tied could only have been tied by someone tying them for him. Right, who definitely right. killed him and right. put him in the shoes. Right. His uh, brown shoes were tied clearly by Gene because they're on the you know the pr- dominant toe, or the big toe side, as he right. explained it. But his sneakers or trainers or tennis <laughs> shoes the the loop was on the uh, tiny toe. Right. And so, again, Milo's just like, anybody could have done that. And he's like, no, sir. By your own admission, that's where you're wrong. You are the only person who knew that Mr. Stafford was in his sneakers. Yep. How do you know if he was in his gym clothes if you didn't change the clothes? And as soon as he says that... In the score, there's like a doorbell, like a <laughs> just goes off. It's a perfect alibi that's gonna hang you. And of course, that's when Colombo hits him with a second trump card because he pulls out, like he mentioned, he pulls out the sworn testimony that uh, Milo had, where he admits, you know, that was his own statement days, day, two days ago. Yep. So, and, and guys, to jump to jump on your thing. As soon as that moment happens, as soon as the killer knows they're fucked, credits. No, in you know, let off in cuffs to the police, and nobody's in a towel at the nope. with a you know blanket over them in the ambulance. Just 
unscrewed credits end. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the Vic, or, uh, perpetrators in Columbo, they just go, you are so smart. And just go, you know, in handcuffs. Like we said, there's some of the uh, uh, perpetrators that Columbo does get along with and everything is kind of just uh, upset, like, you know, that he has to arrest them and everything. But then there's the ones like oh. this where... You don't even get a heated moment. You just go. No, to and I think they're 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 slightly smarter. And this is not a slight on Telly Savalas, but I think the Kojak killers would try to escape, and it, that's just a that's futile. It's it's it's, it's an exercise in fatality. You know? Yeah, and then you go Crocker, get him, and then Crocker would run and grab him, hold right. him, and Kojak to slap the shit just out slap of him for, just for drop thirty his... minutes, and then to drag him away again. St- right. Drop his styrofoam cups on him. Pick right. that up, you piece of trash. <laughs> And that's his nephew he's talking about. <laughs> the perp would try to pick it up. No, 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 nephew. Get over here. Pick that up. Wow. That was some episode, guys. Want to thank you, Matt, for coming out. I feel like you're like the brother we never had now because you we just know your soul through this episode of Columbo. Yeah, I, I, Columbo. I apologize if this is the longest tippy tap in history. Oh, no, 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 no. There's been oh, longer. No. Oh, there are. Okay, all right. I don't feel so bad now. I think Murder She Wrote went longer. I don't know. Murder She Wrote was day. two hours. Okay. okay. And of course, we have the possible upcoming crossover episode. That's going to be five hours. That's going to be at least nine hours. We're going to have to string Magnum meets Murder She Wrote. Yeah, that's going to be one where we're going to have to stick to a strict itinerary. We won't. We We won't. A lot of tiny shorts, dude. But uh, Matt, thanks for being a part of yes. Cop in a Feel. We love you. to get to know our guests better, and I think our listeners do as well. Uh, thank you for being just a great fan of the show, too. We appreciate it. Guys, I appreciate what you do and appreciate you having me on. And, uh, you know, adiosi, Bella Lugosi. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> after a while. Uh... He's doing John. John I know. Hunter, what did he yeah. say after it? Or did he not Did he not get yeah. a response back on it? Yeah. How can you? What can you come back from that? That's, That's a killer right. walkaway line. <laughs> that is true. Should have ended with that Should've instead of doing it. this bullshit we're doing right now. This bullshit? Yeah. How about this bullshit? I'm listening. Uh, <laughs> exhibition in futility. <laughs> That's what happened. Murphy is becoming a mess.